Let's decree. I decree. And God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. Cause Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Sadek. Cause Tabernacle Christian Family Church is calling for this season. Cause Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished inside it. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. I stipulate in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may take our seats. <clears throat> Father, Lord, I thank you this evening for your grace upon my life. As I stand before your children, Lord, to teach your word, I yield to you, Holy Spirit, that will speak through me, words that will bring life, that will bring insight, revelation, correction, guidance, and wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that every heart will be encouraged and strengthened to be the best that you have created us to be. In Jesus' name, I give you all the glory and the honor forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Uh, this evening, <clears throat> my title is The Sanctified Mind. The Sanctified Mind. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 15. We are going to read verse 10 and verse 11 and then verse 12 to verse 20. The Sanctified Mind. This is the story whereby Jesus was with his disciples and the Bible says the Pharisees came and when they came they observed that Jesus' disciples were eating without washing their hands. So the Jews at that time, they had ceremonial laws that required people to wash their hands in a certain way uh, for the reason of uh, not only for hygienic purposes, but for ceremonial purposes. Amen. Now, in the Old Testament, you know that God gave the children of Israel some ceremonial laws whereby, for example, if one would touch Maybe a dead person, you will be ceremonially unclean. Amen. So they would have to do uh, a certain uh, cleansing for them to be clean. Now, Matthew chapter 15, verse 10 says, Then Jesus called to the crowd to come and hear. Listen, he said, and try to understand. Listen and try to understand. It means he was confronting. A, a certain religious way, a certain norm that the people were used to. It says, it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. What a shock it was for them to hear that. Because they have grown up knowing that you don't touch this. 
don't uh, do this. You will be unclean. But now Jesus comes. He sees that these Pharisees, they are fasting about washing of hands and stuff. Not that it's not proper to be hygienic again. But Jesus is addressing something here. So he says, you are not defiled by what goes into your mouth. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Then the disciples came to him. That afterwards, after everything was done, when they were private, the disciples went to Jesus and said, and came to him and asked, do you realize you offended the Pharisees by what you say? Then Peter said to Jesus, explain to us the parable that says people aren't defiled by what they eat. Peter thinks it's a parable. But Jesus said, don't you understand yet? Jesus asked, anything you eat passes through the stomach and goes into the sewer. But the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. Say the, say the words that I speak, they come from the heart. So it says the words that you speak, they come from the heart. That's what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. They defile. Murder. Adultery. All sexual immorality. Theft. Lying. And slander. These are what defile you. Eating with unwashed hands will never defile you. These are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. The same... Uh, story is recorded also in Mark chapter 7 verse, verse 14 to verse 23. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, what is to defile? To defile means to make unclean. To make impure. It's to corrupt the purity or the perfection of something. To defile is to debase, to desecrate, to violate the sanctity of something, or to contaminate, or to pollute. Amen. So here the Lord Jesus is telling us that what comes from the mouth, our thoughts, slander, what is to slander? It does I I painted that person. We need to be thinking about what we are thinking. We need to be monitoring our thoughts. Praise the name of the Lord. So he says, it's not what you eat. That's biology again. Common sense. 
They say, you know, what you eat goes out. But he says, what defiles a person? What makes a person impure? What makes a person unfit for holy purpose? And when somebody was defiled, it should not be used in the house of God again. It was something that was not fit for, uh, for, for use for holy purposes. So Jesus says that uh, evil thoughts. I know the way we are, we will put another matter. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. It says evil thoughts. When we really think about these evil thoughts, they define. The words that come from the heart is what defiles us. Says all these things, murder, they come from the heart, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. They defile us. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <clears throat> so we see here that you now when you talk about the sanctified mind, we talk about the cleansing of the mind from sinful thoughts. Amen. Whereby our thoughts are changed. Amen. Changing our current thought patterns or mindsets that will be transformed from the carnal evil thinking. Amen. From thinking that is sinful to thinking that is holy. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. We know that, you know, the mind is the, is the spring of our action. Again, everything that you say, that you do, it begins in your thoughts. You think about it, you say it, and you do it. Most of the time we've been concentrating on the doing. What do we do? But Jesus goes all the way to say, the problem is what we think. The problem is how we think. Praise the name of the Lord. Now let's also read uh, Matthew chapter 12 verse 33 to verse 37. So going through a number of scriptures. Matthew chapter 12 verse 33 to verse 37 from the English Standard Version. It says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. He was talking to the Pharisees. He says, you brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. The good person, out of his good treasure, brings forth good. The evil person, out of his evil treasure, brings forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for every, every careless way. We didn't say some of the careless way. Say, we'll give, we'll, we have to answer 
for every careless word that we speak. He didn't say for every careless action, even though it comes from, it also is included, but it says every careless word. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. So this means that we need to be careful of what we say. And also we need to be careful of what we think. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, we know that, you know, as people, we are spirit beings, I guess. We have a soul, we live in a body. Now, when we get born again, our spirit is renewed. We become renewed in our spirit, but our minds need to be renewed by the word of God. So, our spirit is always in communion with God. Amen. But now the mind is sort of like you now when you have a car, the spirit is the engine of the car. The mind is the gearbox that transfers what is in the engine so that it can be seen outside with the performance and everything. Amen. So even though our spirit is born again, full of wisdom, always interacting with God always, you know, in communion with God, but now, for whatever that our spirit has to be transferred into our physical life so that we can see the result, it needs also a renewed mind. Amen. It needs a sanctified mind to transfer the power through the mind so that it can be seen in our actions and in our, in our daily lives. Amen. So, that's where the importance of the sanctified mind comes to play. Amen. So, it is very much important that our minds be renewed. Praise the name of the Lord. It's very important that our minds be renewed. So, the, the soul, yes, the mind, the will, and the, the emotions. Amen. So, now... The Bible here shows us that we think with our minds, again, not with our brains. Again, there's a difference between the brain and the mind. The brain is a physical organ that is in the body, whereas the mind is part of the soul. Amen. So those are two different things. The soul is attached to the spirit, whereas the mind is part, the, the brain is part of the body. <clears throat> Amen. Now, what is a thought? What is a thought? Like he talks about evil thoughts, that we need to be taking care of our thoughts. <clears throat> now, according to Dr. Caroline Leaf, I believe some of us will know her, she once came here. She says, a thought is a real physical thing that occupies mental real estate in the brain and in the mind. A thought is built into the brain as you use your mind. So the thought originates in the mind.
but it also is uh, is there also in the in the brain. That is, as we think, as we feel and choose, thoughts are located in three different places in our brain, in our mind, and in the cells of our body. Praise the name of the Lord. So according to maybe uh, neuroscience, it says when we think, neurons release brain chemicals known as neurotransmitters which generate uh, electrical signals in neighboring neurons. These electrical signals propagate like a like wave to thousands of neurons, which leads to thought formation. So we see from this that thoughts are real substance in our bodies and in our minds. Amen. A thought is not like... Amen. It's a happening. It's a chemical reaction in the body. Praise the name of the Lord. But now, this is the physical part. I get it. The uh, mental part and what happens when we think. So we see here that in as much as, you know, what we think, it affects our, our spiritual being before God. It also affects also our physical being. Again, when we think negative thoughts, it they depress. Again, when you hear bad news, your body responds. You think somewhere your body responds. You you are depressed. When you hear good news, also your body responds. You are excited. <laughs> it's a chemical reaction in the body. Amen. But. Today, I just want to concentrate mainly on, you know, that as the children of God, we need to realize that we have the ability to control what we think. God thinks, eh? God thinks that we have control over our mind. God thinks that. Jesus, that's what he thinks. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So, Let's read Genesis chapter 5, Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. See what the Bible says about our minds. So when you talk about the mind, it also includes our imagination. Amen. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5 says, The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth. That is before the destruction of the earth. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought, hmm? everything they did what? They thought or imagined, according to the New Living Translation, was consistently and totally evil. So that's why he destroyed the earth. The problem was their thoughts. Everything they thought was consistently evil. So they were judged because of, you know, they were, their thought patterns were wrong. Praise the name of the Lord. They entertained evil thoughts. They pursued evil thoughts. They imagined evil thoughts. 
You remember also that Jesus said that if you look at a woman or a, or a woman looks at a man and you lust after him or her, yes, and you lust, you have already committed adultery in your heart. So here is like imagining a person looks at a woman and he imagines him or her doing something with that person in his mind. Jesus said is as good as we have already done it. You are as guilty as somebody who has done it. So it means that God takes our thoughts and our imagination serious. And we should do too. Amen. We should do too. We should take them serious. Amen. It matters before God. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 to verse 24. These are the words of Solomon as a wise man. Amen. He says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. Do what? Keep them within your heart. So we saw that the issues, they flow from the heart again. says, These uh, slender, evil thoughts and all those, they come from there the heart. So now, here the Bible says, my son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. If you look at a woman and you lust, you have already committed. But he says, let the words of God not depart from your eyes. Amen. So we need to be always looking at the word. Amen. So I believe that these eyes, they are not limited to the physical eye. I get it. You have also the eye of your mind. I get it. The eye of your imagination. Praise the name of the Lord. It says, keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them. They are healing to all their flesh. Then it says, keep your heart with all vigilance. For from each floor the springs of life. Do what? Keep your heart with all vigilance. Some versions say, guard your heart. I get it. Nowadays, we are all used to guards. I get it. Many places, only the guards come. I get it. What's the responsibility, of the, the responsibility of the guard? To check what goes in and what goes out. There are some things that are not allowed in, they prohibit them from going in. There are some things that are not allowed out, they keep them in. So the Bible here says we need to guard our hearts with all vigilance. So we need to be vigilant about what we are thinking about. Amen. Now if I can ask you, do you remember what you thought about today since you woke up? Can you trace back your thoughts 
Can you trace back what you said? Hey, Mama Sweet. <laughs> Some, ne? Some. But you, you remember more what you did. Okay. Next, what you said, and least <laughs> what you thought. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. But we see here again, like the last part of this page says, put away from you crooked speech. Hmm? And put devious talk far from you. We see again the issue of ways. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk. That's another a way of guarding our hearts. I get it. So we guard our hearts by being, being attentive to the word of God. Inclining our ear to his sayings. We do not let it depart from our eyes. We, we continually think about the word. We continually speak the word. That's how we keep it within our hearts. When we do that, then out of our hearts will, will come out words, good fruit. Amen. So it's not an issue of what do I do? No. It's an issue of what am I depositing in the heart. Remember from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is abundant in my heart, it will come out of my mouth. So we need to be making a habit of depositing the word in our, in our hearts. Praise the name of the Lord. And so here, the issue of thought comes with keeping them in our mind. Keep the word in our mind. Amen. Think about the word. Praise the name of the Lord. Think about the word. It's very much important. So, that's how we, we guard our hearts. We need to be guarding our hearts. We need to be protecting our hearts. Because out of it flows there the issues of life. And we do that by also putting away crooked speech. Crooked speech. And devious talk should be far, far from us. Praise the name of the Lord. It should be far from us. So we see that we need to be, you know, spending time meditating on the way. Spending time depositing the weight. We need to treasure the weight. It's out of the good treasure in the heart. So it's also about treasuring the weight. What you treasure, I get it. The Bible says, where your treasure is, your heart will be. I get it. So when you treasure the weight in your heart, then out of the good treasure in your heart, the mouth will speak. Praise the name of the Lord. So, again, when Satan attacks us, he will first attack us in the mind. You know, some time back, you know, how this, I just said, you know, this unclean thought. You know, it would come maybe once a day. Then you, I grew, you recognize it, Marantui, you just, you don't do anything about it. Tomorrow, either. Not long now, it's tormenting now. You understand? Now it came to a place where now it was, I had to say, Mara, 
Now, what's happening? Why am I thinking like this? So I had to take a deliberate action to say, now, I'm going to confess the word. Every time it comes, I speak the word. Amen. I confess the word. If I'm not able to say it aloud, I will think the word. In my mind, in my imagination, I will think the word. And then, after some time, actually I forgot about it, so it, it vanished. I couldn't remember. Okay. So it was when I was preparing this message, then I thought, oh, by the way, I had this challenge. <laughs> but I was able to overcome it. So it's something that, you know, thoughts, evil thoughts, sometimes they just come. And if you don't do it, something about it, it's a trauma. It will grow. I get it. Until now, it's fortified, it's a stronghold. Now you are tormented in your mind. Amen. If there's these evil thoughts that come and you don't want to think them and that they just come. Amen. So we see also worry. Satan can also attack us in our mind. I get it. So we need also to be able to recognize them. That he can attack us in our minds, you know, brings a thought. And that thought, he wants it to be a stronghold. Praise the name of the Lord. So if we are, we are careless about what we think, we won't do anything about it. Again, we'll leave it and then it will grow and it will grow until we are bound by a thought. There are some people that are bound. They can't control what they think. Amen. Like people who end up committing suicide. It's not because they, they want to. But there is this attack on their minds. Amen. So we need our minds renewed. We need our minds sanctified. Amen. So our minds are sanctified through the word. Amen. Jesus said, sanctify them by your word. Your word is truth. Sanctify them by your truth. Amen. So the word of God sanctifies our minds. Praise the name of the Lord. Say this. Say the word of God it sanctifies my mind. Praise the name of the Lord. James chapter 1 verse 21 says, Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted weight which is able to save your souls. To save what? Your souls. So when the word of God is implanted in our hearts, it is able to save our souls. It is able to transform our minds. It is able to give us control over our minds. Amen. Over our thought patterns. <clears throat> Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, again, uh, I mentioned the issue of warfare. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 4. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and we take every thought captive. We take what? Every thought. Praise the name of the Lord. So it means that we need to be checking what we are thinking about. You say, is this thought right? Is this thought in line with the word of God? Or is this thought against the word of God? Amen. 
Is this thought from God or from the enemy? Praise the name of the Lord. And then we take charge over any thought that is contrary to the knowledge of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that as the children of God, we are empowered by God to rule and reign over our thoughts. Praise the name of the Lord. We are empowered by God to rule and reign over our thoughts. So, God thinks that we have control. I get it. So, we can't be saying, I don't have control over what I think. It is not in line with the word of God. I get it. Because when we read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 9, it says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So the Bible tells us what to think about. So it means that we have a choice. Amen. We have a choice. So it all starts with acknowledging that I have a choice. I have power and control over what I think. Through Christ Jesus, obviously. Through the good deposit of the word that is in my heart. Thus the word empowers us to be able to have control over our thoughts. It's not something that can be done by the mental power. I get it. We don't use mental power. We use spiritual power. The power of the weight. Amen. To choose what we think. So he says, think about these things. So where do we find these things that are lovely? Where do we find these things that are honorable? We find them in the Bible. Amen. We don't find them in Skimsa. Yeah? Or in Cheetahs. <laughs> so it means that we need to be selective or what, are, what we are watching. We need to be selective what we are reading. Amen. On social media. Now, these days, we have, you know, data is cheap. You can watch whatever in, in your phone. So, you need to be checking what you are watching, what you are reading. Is it, is it true? Is it honorable? Is it lovely? Is it just? Is it commendable? Is it something that you can commend? Something you can, no, I'm watching this. I recommend you to watch it. <laughs> is it excellent? Is it worth of praise? Is it pure? So that is uh, the scale that we need to be weighing what we are watching and what we are reading. Praise the name of the Lord. But one thing God thinks that we have the power over what we think. We have a choice. Praise the name of the Lord. You need another scripture on that? Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. 
He says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above. Not on things that are on the earth. In other words, think about things that are above. Think, think, think about things that pertain to the kingdom of God. I get it. Think about things that are important to the kingdom of God. Set your minds on the things that are above. Not on the things that are on the earth. Amen. So it means that we need to be directing our minds in a certain way. Praise the name of the Lord. So that we will uh, see, you know, the power of God that is in the engine can be transferred and be seen in our lives. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I want us to pray. Can we stand up on our feet? We're just going to pray a little bit and trust God that as we pray and we apply the word that God will help us. Amen. Uh, two scriptures that I just want to read as we prepare to pray. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. So we have a sound mind. It means that we have the power to think right. Also, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 to 24 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, and you will surely do it. I will read it again. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful and you will surely do it. Now let's say this. Father God, I thank you for your thoughts towards over my mind because you have given me power through your word. I thank you that I have a choice about what I think about in Jesus' name. I acknowledge your word that you have not given me a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I thank you almighty God that you sanctify me completely in Jesus name my whole spirit my soul and my body they are kept blameless they are kept pure they are kept fit for holy use until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and Father God you are faithful and you will do it in Jesus name I thank you Lord that the weapons of my warfare, they are not weak, they are not human, they, but they are mighty through God to pull down, to destroy strongholds in the mind, to destroy wrong thinking patterns in Jesus' name. I destroy evil thoughts.
Jesus name I thank you Lord that as from today I will always be away and monitor my thoughts in Jesus name I thank you Lord that as I read your word daily as I treasure your word and store it in my heart out of the good treasure in my heart I will bring forth good in Jesus name I pray that you forgive me for entertaining any evil thoughts. Forgive me for speaking evil of others and cleanse me in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father Lord, we bring our lives before you. Lord, we pray right now. We bring our hearts. We bring our minds. We bring our thoughts. Our mind says, Lord, we pray that you forgive us, Lord, for any evil thought. Lord, forgive us, Lord, for entertaining evil in our hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray that may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify us completely, Lord. May our whole spirit, our souls, our bodies, Lord, be, be kept holy and blameless in your sight until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ.